I nervous? Excited? Yeah. Are you a cavalcade of emotions? I am in my emotions. Are you in your feelings? I'm in my feelings, as There's usual. There's a lot, a lot of that going around. Always. Oh, shit. What up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to episode two of the second season of the Anhedonic Headphones Podcast 2, Electric Boogaloo. I know that there are a lot of numbers involved in this now, and I did not take that into consideration when naming this podcast or even doing a second season. Uh, Folks, welcome back. Episode 2, very exciting. Uh, In case you haven't listened to the first episode of the second season, or... If you have not listened to the first season, comprised of nine episodes, it's okay. I don't take that shit personally, uh, because if I did, I would get less sleep than I already do now. Those things live forever on the internet, because the internet never dies. It'll still be here long after we are all gone. And you can subscribe or listen at your leisure uh, in Apple Podcasts or in Google Play. Check that out. Who am I? My name is Kevin Krein, uh, and I am the person responsible for generating all of the content, almost all of the content, 99% of the content of the award-winning music blog, Anhedonic Headphones. This podcast, in case you were unaware, it is an extension of that site. It originally was me talking to my coworkers about music that mattered to them or songs that made an impact at various parts of their life. For season two, I have branched out talking to some other people who I don't work with right now. Um, so we're just, you know, mixing it up. We're diversifying who we chop it up with on the show. Today's guest at the time of the interview, she was my boss. But she is no longer my boss. She, I guess, will always be my boss in spirit, but she has since moved on to something else, which uh, is a goddamn shame because she was like the best boss. A fun fact is today's guest was the first person that I asked to be on the show for season one, episode one, season one. And she turned me down immediately uh, because she couldn't fathom the idea of talking about music in the way that I talk about music, but uh, she had some time to think about it and come up with a list of tunes. Uh, She does have a background in music, went to school for songwriting, played a lot of shows on the East Coast when she was younger, has an album out, which is pretty dope. There's a Spice Girls cover on it, which is a real bop. Uh, So please welcome to the show today's illustrious guest, Paige Foster Nelson. Page. Yeah. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. Um, Took me long enough to I was get here. Say, thank you for <laughs> taking 10 months to get onto the podcast. I don't like to be rushed. This is something. Well, you were also about me. very anxious. Yeah. At the sheer thought of having a discussion with me uh, outside of work. 
but that's also, not what I was anxious about. <laughs> oh, I know. But about music, yeah. um, you you had yeah. great. You, I gave you a case of the Howling Fantods. It's just it's like I care a lot about music, so it's like pick five songs. It's like oh my god. Sure, I understand. Out of the millions, I guess I didn't. I, when I started pitching this to people, I never in a million years realized how difficult of a not a task, but some just something difficult for yeah. other people who aren't me. Yeah. Even for me, it was tough to do the 10 that I picked. Sure. Anyway, um, you've brought your child. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's very excited <laughs> about the microphone. Mm-hmm. He might spit some bars. We'll see how it goes. He has to get comfy first, then he'll start talking. He's going to freestyle. He's going to grab it. <laughs> you can't grab it. Hot fire. That's hot fire. <laughs> so you, um, you have picked 10 songs. Yeah. And I have written them on an enormous piece of cardboard for each of us. Cool. Um, mine has a little more reference points okay. on it than yours because these are your songs. Yeah. Um, f- so first things first is when you originally were like, yeah, maybe I'll do this. Mm-hmm. You, I thought you were going to pick all Tiny Desk songs. That was my first sort of, yeah, I don't know. And like wh- you gave some like starter uh, talking, topics. Yeah, yeah like points, maybe this yeah. kind of theme yeah, or that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, Tiny Desk. Because part of the reason I hesitated is that I feel somewhat disconnected from music in the recent decade of my life. Like, maybe the last five years, but I feel like I can say decade because... It's been a minute. Yeah, I just got into other things. Sure, So, sure. So I was like, well, what do I even listen to anymore? Oh, I listen to Tiny Desk when I'm at work, so... But that was the initial thing. But that is also how you have found out about music that you have not, yeah. that you otherwise would have slept on, yes. probably. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not active. That's the only way I'm actively looking for music. Were right you now. more active about it before in the past when you were younger? Um, I don't think I, no, I was never really active looking for music, but I was surrounded by people who were like, I, music was the main thing in my life gotcha. for a while. So yeah. there were a lot of people just always, we we're just always trading you know, recommendations. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was the theme I first thought of, but then I decided not to go with that and I, I went with a women theme. I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was great. Yeah. So you picked 10 songs by uh, either female solo artists or groups fronted by women. Yeah. Your baby is very excited about Yeah. He's an ally. Yeah, totally. Um, before we start with, and you don't have to answer this question now, you can save it for the end, but this is a question I've tried to ask everybody on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. I, I should have prepared. Already, you're already like trepidation. I know. Does anyone ever answer it? I feel like it never comes. Yeah. They never come back to no, it. No, they come back to oh, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? I forgot <laughs> the question. I didn't even ask it. I know, yet. but I should remember. <laughs> uh it's what's your earliest musical memory? Oh, okay. What did you think the question was? No, I just, oh. I just, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, what is it? A real you, memory. Again, you don't have to. Do it now. I think I have an answer. Okay, then say it on me. So I've liked singing my whole life. Yes. My mom tells me I used to sing when I was a tiny baby. Okay. But I'm pretty sure my earliest memory is in kindergarten. Okay. There's like circle time at the end of the day. We're all sitting in a circle. Teachers saying something. I don't know, like end of the day stuff. Yeah. And I started humming... Um... Oh my gosh. I started humming that that song from The Little Mermaid. Um, like all the things that she's like 
collecting what's that one called <laughs> whatever i started thumbing that to myself and like a kid next to me was like oh, you're humming that song i can't i'm like nervous all of a sudden it's weird my heart is pounding and i can't think of the name of that song i can't either but it's been a, like i should know that because wendy really Look likes at the this little, stuff yeah isn't it neat yeah, yeah. that one so yeah. and the kid was like you're singing the little mermaid and i got so embarrassed that somebody else could hear me that like crawled across the middle of the circle and then I got time out first time ever. Oh, you got in trouble? Yeah. Because the teacher you bailed, was like, you bailed on the circle or because you, you were singing? Yeah. No, because oh. I like disrupted the circle. Oh boy. It was so sad. I think that's my earliest memory for that's music. That's great. Did you like The Little Mermaid? Oh was yeah. It? Okay. I loved musicals. Yeah, me and my best yeah. friend growing up loved all the okay. musical movies. Um, yeah. You so know, there you go. That's great. Uh, so, up first in the tunes you have selected, and there was at one time a whole list where it was just Joni Mitchell songs, right? No. Okay, I thought you had like a working document where it was like maybe some stuff you talk about, but then also you were like, "Fuck it, I just might talk about ten Joni Mitchell songs." No, okay. I had I, I listed five. Like I picked her name because I knew I was going to do yeah, it, and yeah, I listed yeah. five, and then I cut it down. To, I figured out which one. Okay, so you picked, uh, and I don't know this one, but I also am not very well versed in Joni Mitchell, as we've learned in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. When I got chided by everybody. Yeah. Uh, but Coyote, tell me about this one. What's What's your connection to this one? What's is she your favorite artist of all time or like the most influential in your uh, development as a yeah. budding singer-songwriter? Yeah. Okay. Definitely my biggest influencer. Um, these are arranged roughly as far as I can remember by um, order that I was introduced to them. Okay, so they're autobiographical. Yeah. <laughs> sure. In order of the years. <laughs> It's a circumstance I'm up all night in the studios And you're up early on your ranch You'll be brushing out a broodmare's tail While the sun is ascending And I'll just be getting home with my real career There's no comprehending Just how close to the bone and the skin And the eyes and the lips you can get Still feel so alone And still feel related Stations in some relay, you're not a, a hit and run driver, no, no. Racing away, you just picked up a hitcher, cruised around the white lines on the freeway. Okay, so Coyote, this was probably. In high school. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really loved her lyrics in general. This is one of my favorite songs by her. I learned to play it when I was in college. Um, and it's just got a fun guitar stuff. And How do you? How does a young person get introduced to Joni Mitchell? Like, cause, my mom. Okay, because I was like, you and I are roughly the same age. Yeah. And my parents definitely did not listen to Joni Mitchell. Uh-huh. So I, I was like aware of who she was, yeah. but I came to the table like a lot later. 
But yeah. so I was just like, so your parents have like a folk background? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they love music. Um, they like a lot of different styles. But Joni was one thing. We actually, I don't think we ever listened to that in the house, but my mom just thought I might like it. And oh, she okay. introduced me to okay. her. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know, she's just got this kind of lonely woman vibe, you know? She's like a pining yeah. thing. And she also sings, like, writes really honestly about her station in life um, in some songs. So, she just, I really like her style. Okay. And it's unlike anything else that I had ever heard, so, yeah. Air-conditioned cubicles and the carbon ribbon rides are spilling it out so clear either he's gonna have to stand and fight or take off out of here i tried to run away myself to run away and wrestle with my ego this this flame you put here in this eskimo in this hitcher in this prisoner Coyote is an interesting song. It's she's just talking about like um <laughs> see I think it's a few different men that like they're just bad fits, mm-hmm. but they like it's sort of like like this would never work out, but it's fun for now. Kinda, okay. Kind of okay. story. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I like it. Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> you don't, the, pre- the the pressure to have something profound or like have visual aids or like yeah. up passages to read from a book. Right. Um, like Sarah. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah who came with a tote bag full mm-hmm. of things to, to yeah. use during the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to do that. Like no, if, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Well, I just like, you shouldn't feel the pressure to be like, let me tell something you my real. whole life. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I have mom brain. I didn't do any research for this beyond making the list <laughs> well you shouldn't i mean these are your songs yeah. you shouldn't have to re like unless you want to be like right. yo this was released as a single right this the year and, yeah, no, yeah that's yeah, not yeah. me okay that's your job <laughs> that's just some shit i do for fun yeah. usually yeah. yeah um that's what my radio show used to be mostly when i was on when i worked in radio mm-hmm. was that i would like have lots of factoids <laughs> about all the songs that I played. Cool. And like when they were from and who wrote them yeah. and things like that. Yeah. It's a good radio host. Um so we're moving ahead and is l- listening to Ani DeFranco like the rite of like a rite of passage <laughs> for women? No. Okay. I think that would be a stereotype. Okay. I think, whoa, whoa, probably most women don't listen to her. Okay. I think it's safe to say. Okay. She definitely has a strong following. But, um, no, like, I didn't know a lot of people that listened to her in my group of friends or oh, anything. Okay. I just have, I don't know how I stumbled upon 
her album, but this was right after high school. Okay. I stumbled upon her, I think it was her most recent album at the time, Educated Guess, and I'd never listened to her before. Um, and this is probably her, like, her 10th album by she then. She was very prolific, yeah. It's like at least an album a year. Yeah. So, do you still listen to a lot of Ani DeFranco? Um, like new no, stuff? I don't no? listen to a lot of music anymore, Kevin. I still have tons of her music. You don't throw that on. <laughs> Sometimes it? I put her on. Okay. Yeah, Educated Guest is definitely my favorite album by far of hers. Okay, so you picked Animal. Yeah, this one is about oh, it's kind of anti um um yeah. I don't know, like over civilization. It's okay. about feeling like you're just, there's just too much technology, sure. too much consumption, okay. consumerism, all that stuff. Okay. So um, it just has some really poignant lines about seeing the world from an animal's eyes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I um, have never sat down with Annie DeFranco. It's a fun album. It has some spoken word on it. Um, she has some really unique backup singing styles on this one she she recorded actually know about this one she recorded it in her house okay. and she did all her own backup and okay. uh so it just has this very like hardwood floor empty house kind of reverb and uh it's not like your angry chick early on at franco it's it's just about life okay yeah i think she she's mellowed out a lot for over, sure okay. she's yeah. you know she's probably 50 now i don't know i think she's out there i didn't She's got a kid, you know. I didn't do any research. Maybe I should have. <laughs> you have no excuse. <laughs> you don't have a kid. You don't have two kids. All you gotta do is look this shit up online. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that I'm just getting bodied yeah. here yeah. by the guests. That's uh -huh. great. Yeah. That's great. Represent 
Moving ahead. Mm -hmm. The next one that you picked and you switched which song it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you picked Joanna Newsom, mm -hmm. who is truly an acquired listen. Yes. Based on her vocal stylings. Yes. Um, and her lyrics. I. <laughs> I, I told uh, when you were playing this at work and you were kind of like worried you were weirding everybody out in the back office. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine with it, but um, I've never really had the patience. Mm -hmm. But how did you. Because, like, the, the first album I was aware of hers was the one from like 2006. Was that Milk Eyed Mender? No. Oh, that was her second one? I don't know. Oh. I haven't. I didn't look at her discography. Six. I don't know. Milk Eyed Mender was the first one I ever knew about. The first time I heard it was my friend, who I grew up with, singing along to uh, musical okay. Disney. Yeah. Uh, I went to college out east, but I was back for the summer or holiday break, and she played a song by Joanna Newsom, and I did not like it, and was like, "Who is this old woman child singing? Like, what is this? Really weird." I was like, "Okay, whatever." My friend Jeannie's cool. I should probably like it, but I don't like it. Milk Eyed Mender is her first album. Oh, that was the first one. Yes. Y-S is the second one. Ease. Why, I think people I, say ease. I, Who knows? It's Y-S. Know. Yeah. So some years went by and then like I heard it again and I really liked it. Sometimes you, you know, can't it just glom onto something yeah. right away. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. She has very, uh, I don't know, um, complicated poetry for lyrics i don't really know what the proper terminology what would be but she like grew up studying poetry and is just like has all these layers it's like a renaissance painting okay um it's also kind of intimidating because she plays the harp she plays the harp yeah, yeah. and she sings that weird high-pitched voice which mm -hmm. is nothing like her speaking voice svetlana sucks lemons across from me And her lyrics are fun and okay. Lots so of the one you picked was stuff. this side of blue, but yeah. your other one you had picked one with like a strange title. And did you pick that one because you 
had done a cover of it. Oh, Clam Crab Kako yeah, Kari yeah. was the first one. Yeah, I loved that one and I played it. It's hard not to pick songs that I played because I was like, those are some of my favorite songs. Why wouldn't I pick ones that I've played? But then I thought that might be weird. So It's your podcast. You can do uh, what you want if you want to. This Side of Blue is just a, it's one of her simpler songs. Whoa, buddy. Oh, is he okay? Yeah. Uh, very heartfelt. It's just about feeling lonely common theme in my life i guess oh no um not anymore oh yeah i suppose you never always alone got a, now you always got a buddy or two yeah This is a fine time to maybe talk about your background okay. and the times when you when you were in college mm-hmm. and you went to school for songwriting. Yeah. And you were a performer for a number of years. Yeah, a couple. Um, and you put out an album in 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was right after college. Yeah. yeah. So, like, how, when you, just, like... If you started singing at an early age, like when did you start learning to play the guitar? Like, I really started guitar in college. Oh wow! I grew wow. up. What, what did you What did you play when you were younger? I just, well, I played piano. I took lessons on piano when I was elementary, middle school okay. age, and okay. then I quit one time when my teacher was like, "You're doing this recital," and I was like, "I'm not ready," and I quit. Wow! <laughs> Don't rush me. <laughs> See, common theme. I have not changed. Um. So yeah, I just sang a lot in choirs, sure. which uh, built my harmony <laughs> skills, and um, sang a lot in my car, playing, singing all the harmonies I could think of yeah. in the car. I had long drives, living in Minneapolis, going to school. Um, was in a band in high school. Oh, what was your band called? Orion. <laughs> what kind of band was it? Uh. Do you not want to say? No, I'm just bad at genres, like. Indie. 
What was your influence? Indie. What were your band influences? Um. Uh. Well, since I just sang uh-huh. and I didn't write the songs, okay. It was sort of. I was. I guess I was mostly backup, sometimes lead. The guitarist wrote the songs. Okay. Um, Break up due to creative differences. No, I have no idea. That was so long ago. I think we just stopped or something. That's fine. Like high school ended. <laughs> um, he really liked Dispatch oh, and Dave Matthews oh, Band. Ooh, yeah. So we stuff all, like that. We all got people like that in our lives. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Okay. And um. That's fine. You've been very patient right now. <laughs> I know. I woke him up from a nap to come here. Oh, bless your heart. I was like, I gotta go, buddy. We're gonna be late. Okay. Um. So. So dis- So you were in. You were the girl oh, singer in a Dispatch sure. Dave Matthews influenced band. Sure. Okay. Keyboard, guitar, drums, singing, bass. Okay. And then in college, I started going to college undeclared at a liberal arts school that also had conservatories, and started dating a guy who was in the songwriting program okay. and I thought oh that's cool because before when I was in high school I thought maybe I was going to go for visual arts oh okay because I was also into that and that is new information to I me I don't think I was that. very good but I don't know I did painting okay. I liked that and um yeah so I got into the music thing and my boyfriend was a musician he played guitar and was in the songwriting program and I got into that a tale as old as time <laughs> yeah totally pretty silly so Okay. That's what I did and in now, college. I, but I didn't perform. I was just painfully shy. Sure. Started to perform a little bit towards the end okay. of my college time, and then after college, I performed, yeah, like once or twice a month for a few years. Okay. And you and went I, to school in New York, right? Yeah, okay. SUNY Purchase. Okay. Just like half hour north of the city. Okay. So yeah, that's my music in a nutshell. Okay. All right. And then you don't do it much well you don't you stopped when you moved back to this area right more or less yeah it seems like I played less and less as time went by I got more into farming Mm -hmm. once I left New York I was um, working on farms wasn't dating any musician anymore I wasn't surrounded by a music scene I was sort of just exploring different social scenes and uh, got more into farming and um. Yeah, just kind of those other things get piled on in life. Full time job, <laughs> kids, dogs, yeah, yeah. responsibilities. Sure. But okay. since meeting your lovely wife, yeah, now you're in a band with my wife. I'm playing more music, which is really great. Lady Boss, it's great. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. Watch for him. Yeah. Acoustic guitar and bassoon duo. Yeah. And singing. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. 
Now we're getting into some things. Well, this one I don't know. Diane Cluck. This is not a name I was familiar with. Yeah. Uh, Turn around road. Did you look her up? No. You didn't give it a listen? No. I, I mean, I listened a little bit to when I was getting the songs, but okay. part, of, part of it, like part of the way I uh, put these together usually is like I learn a little bit more about the music mm-hmm. when I'm editing the show together. Okay. Um, sure. It's mostly I want the guest to... Tell you about in, it. Enlighten okay. me as well yeah. as the impending audience. Cool. So Diane Clock, I um, was introduced to her later in my college career okay. by some buds who really liked her. And I think she lived in New York. Um, she was a touring musician, like a working mm-hmm. musician, uh, singer, songwriter, mostly performing solo or with some really sparse um, drums, okay. kind of like jazz drum. Like okay. a, one time I saw her perform, the guy had... Maybe a maybe a bass drum and then a tom that he played with, um, you know, soft mallets. Okay. And maybe one little cymbal that he just does like sound effects, not like big crashes on, just really oh, like subtle. Where you drag yes. The thing across it. Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really tasteful. Um, yeah, for her. And she um, is just a really she's a great singer, a great performer. Um, Saw her in a space, maybe like twice as big as this room. So okay. it's, and it was amplified, but she had a cool way of playing with the acoustics, where she would like pull off the mic sometimes and gotcha. 
blend yeah. it into purely acoustic and then come back is a really cool effect. But she, again, um, great lyrics. I love lyric heavy, beautiful music, stuff that makes me feel nostalgic or just kind of like sad. Nostalgia is so dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just those like pulling on the heartstrings That's kind a, of music. That's a sure way to be in your feelings all oh, yeah. the time. Yeah. So, yeah, she was just, I liked her. Okay. She, yeah. Trying to think. So, Turnaround Road yeah. is about, uh, it seems like, I picture her, I think it's in the Southwest, and she's like sitting outside in some, at a house, and it's a turnaround, it's like a cul-de-sac or something, like a place where car, cars turn around. Oh, okay. So, it's Turnaround Road, and the car wheels are making pentagrams in the dirt, and like, not like evil shit, just like a shape, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> a thought, star. I thought you were talking about... Okay, they make stars on the road. Like drawing a pentagram. No. On the ground to summon spirits. No. Okay. I was like, man, this song got dark <laughs> no. and weird. She's not goth. <laughs> <laughs> no. She talks about the plants and the okay. animals. She's okay. like, people say there's rattlers around here. and I don't know. I just... It's like a... A nice snapshot of a moment in okay, the morning. Of course. In the Southwest. Okay. Yeah. All right. So many times there was a man who met a girl and took her hand. He told her, Never will I leave you, my love. But just as soon as he's gone again, she's a flapping in the wind. Wondering what she must have been thinking of. She's a Sharon Jones yeah. and the Dap Kings, uh-huh. Stranger to My Happiness. Yeah. I never got into Sharon Jones. You don't like to dance? <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> okay. I really don't. I do like my one white person dance where I kind of toss my hands up and do a little bit of pointing, okay. light pointing. Okay. I don't know if you've seen me do this at work uh, at all. I don't know. Maybe. Catch me in the kitchen at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see it happening. Yeah. Um, but so Sharon Jones... Um, what what chronologically what are we looking at here like also college okay i might have diane cluck and sharon jones mixed up that's okay those are close together okay but sharon jones came to my college for our spring music festival oh wow that's a big which is called culture shock and like it's like two it's like a weekend or a long weekend of music music festival at college great party all kinds of music. Some of the college, like some kids from college play, and then they bring in acts too. So I can't like believe it was called Culture Shock. Culture so Shock. Do you have to say it like that too? I don't know. I okay. just do. Okay, that's it's, wild. It seems like you should. And I don't think I ever did before. Just like in hindsight, it's a pretty funny name. 
But so yeah, she played there. Was and she had like headline, like the yeah. big name. Yeah. Okay. And she was one of the big acts and uh it was the first time I ever saw her or heard her and it was just awesome. She's got you know, it's got like a horn section. Yeah, I know. I mean I remember when this kind of sound was um made popular again. Okay. In like the mid to late two thousands. Yeah. Some throwback. Because the Dap Kings are the band on yeah. Amy Winehouse's album. What? Yeah. I believe what? so. I believe so. Wow. Yeah. The one, not the first one, the back to back to black. Huh. Yeah. I think so. I would need to Google that for sure to confirm. I wonder if Sharon was singing with them first. I'm sure that she was. Sharon is cool. She's self-taught singer, just emulated that, the greats from like the 60s that, or whenever. Whenever I hear that someone is self-taught at singing and they're really good, it makes me kind of sad because I'm Hi. not a good singer <laughs> um, and I wish that I could. <laughs> you just take some lessons. Isn't it a little late for that? No. For me to find my voice? No. Okay. Can I always find, could I always find my voice? Yeah. Okay. I believe anyone can learn to sing. I might be wrong. But I always say that. Okay. It just might not be easy. I don't want to put in the work. Yeah. Like Nick is, he's, he doesn't know what a chord is or a note. Like he doesn't understand. He has no, not that you'd need to know that for singing, but like he has no musical knowledge and I um, have can't very, really very crude, crude musical knowledge. Can you sing in tune? I don't know. I think you, I bet you could. Well, I don't know. Well, this is a discussion not to have on Anyways, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what the, were we? The, yeah, the listenership Jones. does not want to hear me try to belt something out. Um, So now we're going. So chronologically, this, it's fascinating that this song is coming next because this is the one of the oldest songs on here. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Dreams. Mm-hmm. Thunder always happens, as you had written it out in yeah. your text to me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're like, yeah, the Thunder song. I don't yeah, know, you know what it's just called. Um. So did you not? I had never listened to. Th- I like really hadn't listened to that. Like I'm sure I've he- I'd heard you know yo, their hits occasionally. Yo. I had not like gone. Yo, had their album ever? I listened oh, to man. other stuff. Rumors is banging. I know, except for the the weakest songs that are the ones that Christine McVie sings. I know. Ugh, I always skip her songs. You know who, who else does? Who has hotter takes about that than me? Ooh. Wendy. Yeah, I think we've talked about that. Yeah, it's just every time she starts singing, it's like you just bringing the party down. I know. It's too bad because I don't want to be such a hater. Yeah, well. But they're not good songs. Especially in Rumors. Believe. Rumors is like. Why were they even working with her? Unfuck with a bull except for those two songs that you have to skip.
But so you pick Dreams, which is a big like a a, a banger, yeah. Fleetwood Mac banger, yeah. uh, like iconic. What? How did you get into Fleetwood Mac so late, like post college? You know that seems dumb, doesn't it? Uh, there's a weird thing it's about dumb, me. I just live just... in a bubble, kind of, and <laughs> then suddenly we'll discover this thing that everyone is. Did you? Like, yeah, did your that's... parents not listen to Fleetwood Mac? Like, how old are your parents? Mm-mm. Late sixties. Okay. I don't know if they did back in the day, but they definitely didn't listen to it in when I was growing up. We had the Fleetwood Mac greatest hits with the green cover, uh-huh. and so I was very well aware of Fleetwood Mac cool. when I was a kid. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I was just like just surprising, but it's fine. I mean, I know. there's a lot of stuff that I yeah spaced I, out on or was not introduced to. So I think I heard Dreams on the radio, and that's how I first heard. Oh, it. like when as an as a like, as an adult after college after yeah. I left New York, I uh-huh. was driving around. I think this is like a couple years later when I was living in Madison. I was working on a farm south of Madison, yeah. and I would be driving around. Like on country roads, it was an hour to the farm from the city, and one time that came on, and it was just like, oh my god, this song is amazing, and it became this like <laughs> iconic song for my farm years. I just loved it. I don't know. And then I, you know, listened, to, got the whole album, and. Uh, Did you know it was Fleetwood Mac at the time when you heard it, or were you like, yo, who is this? Is this new? I knew it was old because we were listening to the oldie station. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was on like a public radio thing. I don't think I knew it was Fleetwood or, Mac. Okay. But my boyfriend at the time definitely knew who it was and You didn't say anything. Did did I was going to say, did you not say anything? Oh, you didn't no, wanna, I whatever. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you wanted to get like no. Fleetwood Mac mansplained to you or something. He always did that. <laughs> oh! He knew a lot of older music. He was, he was a little older than me, okay. and like his dad listened to a lot of like Dire Straits and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't just like all, he would know parents. like every song that came on the radio. Yeah, that was of that era. Yeah. Okay. Yo 
Shakes. Yes. Yeah. Another awesome group that will make you dance. They are very energetic. The only mm-hmm. thing I know about the Alabama Shakes is the Gale has like a solo album out mm-hmm. now. Um, mm-hmm. Why are you making it your grimacing? Well, I don't think that implies that the band is broken up. I think she just means she put out a solo album. I know. But they like took a break and oh. then she started this other group. Maybe it's not her solo album, but she started this other group, I and know. I did not like it. I <laughs> it was like, go back to Alabama Shakes. So I, the only thing I know about them is that they were on SNL as the musical guest a number of years ago, and that was the first time I had heard of them. Okay. And it was wild because she had like she has like huge hair. Yeah. It was just very charismatic. Yeah. But like the music is not really my thing. Right on. Um, but I could appreciate like the kind of charisma that you need yeah. to get uh, across on a television audience. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so they're, she's they're, a big character. They're a they're a very energetic band. Mm-hmm. How did you come across? She plays guitar. Yeah. She um, like shreds, doesn't electric. she? Electric. Yeah. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, it's a loud guitar, Kevin. I like loud guitar. <laughs> you told me once that you didn't though. You're like the guitars are too I loud. I can't listen to this. I just didn't like those guitars. They weren't making me dance. Anyways. No, that album that we're talking about would definitely not because it's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you, I think I heard them probably on The Current. You sure. know, just living around here and hearing them. So are we getting now into more like the last five, six years? Yeah, six years ago. Yep. Okay. Six years ago because I was with Nick and I was living here. Yeah. And I got tickets to, I think it was Rock the Garden when it was on the island. What's that island in the Mississippi? Whoa. I don't know. There's a park. Anyways, we went and saw them. Oh, okay. So you've seen them. They were great. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I heard about them on the radio. Sure. And I like them. They make me dance. So you pick Don't Want to Fight. Is that just like your favorite song of theirs or just the most uh, dancey? It's got a great groove. I remember the first time I heard it. I bought okay. the album. Colors. Was it Colors? Sure. I think it's called Colors. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless you. Um, I put it on my stereo at home, and I think I was cooking, and that song comes on, and it's just got do 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 like this kind of head bopping start with thing, and then uh, I don't know, it just makes you groove, and and she gets really loud singing, you know, Jeez. and yeah. Sure. It's great energy. Okay. It just makes me move. Okay. Go! 
a huge I keep talking about like dancing but I yeah, actually I don't dance say, like, a lot do you, is this a thing that I don't know about no, you okay. no so when I do dance it's like wow this feels good <laughs> but most of the time I'm like oh, I'm uncomfortable I don't know how to dance so <laughs> when things actually when I can find a groove it's like a miracle okay <laughs> Are you like Steve Martin in The Jerk where he can't dance to the, the blues music, but then he gets easy listening mm-hmm. and he find he finds his groove finally? I don't remember that. It's at the it's in like the first ten minutes. I don't okay. Um so this next one mm-hmm. and I don't wanna be I'm gonna be the ugly American and I'm not gonna know how to pronounce uh this gal's name. Oh, um Natalia. Natalia La Forsade. Okay. And the translation of this means loneliness in the sea. Yeah. I got as far as that. Soledad y el mar. Look at you. Look at you with the accents hey. and everything. Yeah. Look at you. You're good. Do you speak another do you speak Spanish? I studied in high school. Okay. And then I've always had fun playing around with accents and vocalists, so I am an uncultured buffoon. But you <laughs> should probably know that by now after <laughs> knowing me for as long as you have. <laughs> Did you just get headbutted by your baby? Yeah, that happens a lot. Really? Yeah. Why? People have gotten broken noses from their babies. Because they're just wiling out, and then yeah, they like did, they okay. can't control their neck really well. So then their big heavy head is like wham. Wow. Just suddenly. What's it like? To just wiggle that much. <laughs> I don't know. En el canto de las olas encontré un rumor de luz. Por un canto de gaviotas supe que allí estabas tú despidiendo últimamente todo lo que sucedió hoy saludo mi presente gusto de este dulce adiós voy a Quisiera saber de dónde vienes tú Vamos a dejar que el tiempo pare Ver nuestros recuerdos en los mares Y esta soledad tan profunda. Anyway, you've you've picked the song, and yeah. this is this is for real the Tiny Desk version. Yeah. That so was... shout out to NPR Tiny Desk. Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. Hashtag <laughs> Tiny Desk. Um, yeah. Totally. Just listen to their music, uh, their their videos as they come out um, on Tiny Desk, and this was one of them, and I just really liked it. It's. Um, is that the first time you'd heard of her? Yes, the band? yes. Okay. I'd never heard of her before. She's a, another like pretty successful working musician. Um, I think she's from Mexico. And this particular group that she was singing with is a throwback kind of folksy yeah, yeah. music. Um, but she also, like before this and probably after, has done more pop okay. kind of stuff. Okay. She also sang on... Coco, did you see that? No. Pixar about the Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah, I have not seen that. She's on. She sings on the like the main song. Okay. Uh, Were you aware of her prior to that? 
Coco. Yeah, I okay. heard this song, Soledad, before I watched Coco. Okay. And was just happily surprised. There's a, a different video for this one that isn't the Tiny Desk one where they're playing the song in like a dining room in a house. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I like old music. She's playing with some really great um, older musician yeah, guys yeah, yeah. who definitely like grew up playing that kind of music, and and she's emulating an old fashioned style of singing, and it just transports you to another time. <laughs> um, all right, last two. Mm-hmm. This one, you, Mountain Men. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, you were really excited about this like last summer. Yeah. Because you had just discovered them. Yeah. And you... Through Tiny Desk. <laughs> a slightly shout Tiny Desk to, theme. Shout out, to, shout out to NPR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you... Th- there was a time when you were going to do only Tiny Desk versions of songs. Right. I think so this is... Right. Yeah, this is but not that. This is not that. But yeah. so Mountain Men, they... Uh, it's three gales, right? Yep. Yeah. And you were... College in, friends. Okay. You were been in, playing together forever. You were into it because it reminded you of how you and your friend used to sing. Yeah. Is that what you told me? Yeah. 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 It was like listening yeah. to myself, which sounds <laughs> kind of weird. But it was just like, oh my gosh, my friends. I remember when we used to sing back in the day. We would sing all the time. When I was in college, my friends, we all, even my like my best friend was in the visual art program, but we would sing and play. She, could, she taught me about singing and songwriting and playing guitar and... sing bluesy stuff and uh when we were drunk mostly and um but the, the, did then like we a, did you get like a slide for the guitar and do we like never did that dun, dun, no dun, dun. no but uh 
No, our friend, I think my boyfriend would play the guitar and we would just take turns improving some blues lyrics. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, cuz sophomore white college girls sure know the blues. <laughs> I mean, sure. Whatever. The blues uh, are what you want them to be. Yeah. It was fun. It was really well, fun. Well, that's fun. And then, but then, like, yeah, a few years later, we were getting more folksy. And, uh, yeah, it just, the, their voices, when I heard them, it was like, whoa, that reminds me of me and my friends singing together. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, with your, but before we get to this very last one, with your album and, like, what you would write and play when you were younger, mm-hmm. it has, I mean, it's folksy, but it also has kind of like a old timey country, like, yeah bluegrassy feel to it at yeah. times yeah. with the harmony vocals mm-hmm. and a lot of other like of the aesthetics of it yeah all so of was it. that like a time like were you really into that stuff at at one point or is that just how things came together with the album um, and like the songs that you picked for that like what you were doing at that time i was of- that was just sort of the the color palette i was playing in at the time okay. yeah i had some friends who were really into old-timey music you know, and I was just dabbling. Okay. Basically, okay. I okay. never <laughs> really like studied old timey music well, or I anything. I don't know if you had like were in, in really into it and be like, "This is what I want." I really enjoy finger picking on the guitar, yeah. and so once I learned how to do that, um, it did uh, influence what I played. Is that how you still play? Mostly. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess it depends. Okay. I do both. You okay. Know, strumming or picking. Okay. Depends. Okay. The water's full. Last, last one, and then you're done, Okay. Look at how quickly this time goes by yeah. that we have. I know. Um, Frazy Ford. Yeah. A name I don't know, but it's a good name. It's a lot of alliteration. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the song is called Done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fitting that you picked that as the last one. I know. That was a coincidence. A happy coincidence. But tell me about this. Um, because this would be the most recent, technically, if you're doing these autobiographically. Yeah. This particular song I just heard this spring. Okay. When I was listening to Tiny Desk all the time at work, writing SOPs for you guys. And. Uh, when May I ask a, a clarifying question? Yeah. Um, with when you listen to music at work. Mm-hmm. And you listen to Tiny Desk stuff or other things. Mm-hmm. Is it distracting for you to do work when it's a song that has like lyrics? <laughs> or um, I only listen to it. I mostly only listen to it when I'm doing POs. Okay. And I don't have to think that hard when I'm just typing in numbers. Okay. I don't listen to it while I'm putting the order together because then I do get distracted. Okay. Yeah. I found that listening to anything with words. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like the first time I'm hearing it, mm-hmm. 
I can't focus yeah. on any of the work in the back. Sure. So that's why I listen to ambient droning. Cool. Because it just, it you just zone it's out. It's good to know about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think I definitely follow in Leona's footsteps that way. That's her style. She like puts her order together and she places it and then she turns on some music and makes her POs and like it's a little Leona jam time in yeah. the back. Sometimes she gets loud her music is can be very loud yeah okay on occasion yeah. i've wandered back there and it's like whoa <laughs> whoa yeah Ford, it's a recent discovery. This song was a recent discovery. It's got some R&B feel. Like it also okay. has, I think it has horns and just has a kind of R&B groove. Um, but I first learned about her through the Be Good Tanyas. She was I in the have, Be Good Tanyas. Okay, okay. I, have, I, I have heard of them. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> the, I, I first heard them when I was probably in high school. Are they still a thing? Huh? Are they still a thing? No. Okay. Ragnar. Um, He's just got things to say. Yeah. And I get it. One time I came, I was camping mm-hmm. and I finished my camping trip, got picked up by a van and um, and they were playing, the camp counselors were playing uh, the Be Good Tiny. So it was the first music I heard after n- no music for like two weeks. Oh, wow. And I was just so, it was just a great... A great feeling album, and um, yeah, so that's where I learned Freezy about Freezy Ford. Okay. And she's gone solo, and she has a really interesting. She kind of has a uh, what is the word? It, it's sort of like a delicate vibrato thing that she does. It feels sort of unstable or almost like accidental kind of okay. vibrato, okay. like her voice kind of quavers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just interesting. Okay. That's what you have to do to feel like you can punish me. But I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't keep the peace anymore. With your dogs, with your dogs at my door.
have made it through your entire list of songs. Hey. Can you believe it? No, that was pretty easy. I thought we were going to get into all of my, like... Feelings? Yeah. Your feelings? Yeah. If you want to, there's still time. <laughs> I mean, as much as you want to sit here and chop it up, we can chop it up. Nah. Okay. We don't have to. <laughs> we don't want to depress everybody with that shit. <laughs> This was fun. Okay, well, that's great. I'm glad that this wasn't terrible. I hope for everyone you. likes hearing the music. That's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the fun is yeah. to hear what other people are into. Totally. And to be introduced. Like Vicky was all about Lizzo, and yeah. I, I like. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I should listen to Lizzo. Have you she's never? Awesome. Had you never heard of Lizzo? I knew before? who she was, okay. and I knew she was from Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, but I just hadn't listened to her. Okay. But I started listening to her, and she's fun. That song "Truth Hurts" is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have any final thoughts or anything you want to share? You trying to get him to do something? He's not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. He just wants to eat the microphone. I wouldn't do that, just buddy. Just talk. Just say something. There you go. There you go. Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. Well, Paige, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for sliding through and for taking the time to yeah. put together this list and to, to speak with me on your day off. Yeah. Away from me, usually at work. It was fun. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you.